right, all right, all right, all right. Day 242. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. I'm super hyped because there's so much in uh, today's episode and I can't get to it all. That's the sad part. <laughs> Sign up for the Patreon though and we have extra stuff. Go deeper into some text, explaining some things that may be unclear, hopefully, to help you see uh, the, the beauty of Christ. Now, uh, the first day we talked about um, in Matthew how Jesus is on the scene, right? Christ comes. The Messiah is here from the line of David. He is uh, um, this, this great king that Israel has been awaiting, right? He is the Messiah. And Listen, he is a new Moses, right? So he comes and he, 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 his life in many ways mirrors Moses. He is greater than Moses, right? And, 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 and we see too that he is Emmanuel. He is God with us. And so today we come to the sermon on the Mount. Now, let me, let me tell you a little bit about uh, messianic expectation in the second temple period, right? So before the new Testament, again, I said before, I say all the time that there were many Jews who had different views. <laughs> I like how it rhymed. Many Jews who had different views about the Messiah. And one of the things that some Jews believe specifically the, uh, uh, the Qumran community where we get the Dead Sea Scrolls from many of them, not all of them, many of them believed that the Messiah would be a teacher, that he would be an interpreter of the law, that he would come and exposit and explain God's Torah. And when you come to Matthew chapter five, you see that in part, right? They were right, right? So, so Matthew chapter five comes and Matthew five through seven is going to be this big block of teaching known to many Christians, right? As the sermon on the Mount. And the main point of the sermon on the Mount is that Jesus is going to say like, no, he said in Matthew chapter four, but you know, like the kingdom of God is here, bro. It's, it's time. It's really time for it. You feel me? But uh, Matt 5 is going to come. And he's going to try to tell us like, yo, this is how you live in the kingdom, right? This is this is the kinds of people uh, uh, um, that God's kingdom are, are made of, are made up of. Now, it's interesting. Let me let me just say this before I get into it. And it's so much to get get through here. It's so interesting, bro, because um, listen, Christ comes and brings his kingdom so that we can live differently. <laughs> like, I think we miss that sometimes. Like, no, 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 Christ saves us. He brings us into his kingdom by faith, right? And we and we come by the grace of God and all that good stuff, by the Holy Spirit, power of the Spirit, good, repent, trust in Christ, uh, not our own works, all that kind of stuff. That's absolutely true and absolutely good. But guess what? God wants you to live differently. <laughs> and guess what? Jesus is gonna say that, fam. So so let's 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 forget what you heard. Like <laughs> real tea, like this is this is what the text says. So he comes. Let me just get into it. Um, so much. I'm, I'm really sad. I can't say all of it. But uh, here we go. When he when he when he saw the crowds, Matthew five, he went up on the mountain. Stop right there. Oh my God. Listen, mountains. In the book of Matthew, mountains are places of revelation. Matthew chapter five, Matthew chapter nineteen, uh, uh, Matthew chapter twenty eight. Right? Mountains are places of revelation. You know why? Because Jesus is fulfilling the Israelite story. He comes and he is the 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 the, the exclamation point to the end of the Hebrew Bible. And you know what happens in the Hebrew Bible? Mountains are places of revelation. Right? I don't have time to get through it. How Eden was a mount on a mountain. Noah was on a mountain. Right? Abraham uh, was uh, God revealed himself to uh, Abraham on a mountain. Uh, uh, Moses, David. We keep going on and on and on mount sinai mount zion so jesus is in with his hebrew roots he's in with his israelite roots here and so he is showing though listen that he is yahweh himself though and he's a greater moses why because he comes and i'm, and I'm 
getting ahead of myself. He comes and exposes the law, right? He comes and exposes the law in the same way that Moses came and gave the law, right? But he himself is speaking, right? <laughs> right? God, it was God's words that Moses was giving to the people. But here it's Jesus's words himself. And so he starts off with the Beatitudes, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Three through ten. The thing that the Beatitudes is going to say, and we got we can't even we got to gloss over it. The thing that the Beatitudes wants to say is this. These are the kinds of people who are blessed, right? These are the kinds of people who are blessed. Yes, but these are the kinds of people that the kingdom of heaven belongs to. Look what it says in verse three, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs, the blessed are the poor in spirit. Then it ends, it's a, it's a it's an inclusio, a literary device that brackets a passage. It says in, in verse 10, blessed are those who are persecuted, right? Because of righteousness for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. So you have all of these things characterizing a people that are blessed. Meditate on those today. He moves on. He goes on and says, believers are salt and light. Believers are salt and light, meaning that we are to penetrate society. We are not to be a sectarian, set off, set apart group in the sense that we don't uh, integrate into society and make it better, <laughs> right? We are to be agents for God and agents of good, <laughs> right? In all of society. And, and Christ is saying, no, no, like then your light will shine before the people. And guess what they're going to do? Give glory to God, right? Like that should be our aim as we penetrate every sector of society. And so guess what? Today, if you, if you about to go to work, right? If you, if if you already at work, where, whatever you're doing, wherever you are in the world, God wants you to be salt and light in that very place. And that is spiritual. You don't have, I, I always say, you don't have to go to seminary. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a missionary, but you can be salt and light right where God has you, right? Our mission is to be missiological, right? It's to think as if we're always on mission for God's glory and for God's kingdom. I love what he says. It's so much here. And um, he says, yo, I didn't come to abolish the law and the prophets, chief. No, 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 no. Like I'm in continuity. I came to fulfill it. Right. I'm the one who came to fulfill everything they said. And I'm going to prove it to you. And so after this, he goes, he, he comes and um, he says uh, he, he, talk, he talks about uh, murder and he talks about adultery. Remember, those are from what uh, uh, the Bible would call the Hadavarim Esharif, right? The, the 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 ten words or the ten commandments. Right. As Christians call it. And so. um. He comes and he, and he gives an interpretation of those, the, uh, the uh, authoritative interpretation for sure. And, he, and his point is this. He's like, yo, at the end of the day, when you think about these things, it is not just about your hands. It's also about your heart. And, and the thing that Jesus wants people to see, yes, I want you to live differently, but you live differently primarily by having hearts that are oriented towards me and my kingdom. Right. You have a heart, an inward disposition that is oriented towards me in the kingdom. And therefore, that is the avenue, the path to live differently. And he goes on. I can't even get to it all. Matthew six comes and he, and he, and he shows what he means by that. He says, no, no, no. be careful. <laughs> Stop right there. No, no, be careful. Why? Because this is a temptation. This is a temptation, fam. He says not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. Mm. Otherwise, you have no reward with your father in heaven. One of the things that Matthew is overly concerned concerned about is heaven, right? It's about heaven, 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 heaven. Why? Well, he's he's going to say, you know, or, or what do I mean? He says he says the father who is in heaven and Jesus is going to bring the kingdom of heaven. When he raises from the grave in Matthew chapter 28, you know what he's going to say? All authority has been given to me on heaven and on earth. And so here he's talking about no the way you live righteously is to live for an audience of one. Right? We don't do what we do for anybody's approval but the Father. 
but the father. And when that really seeps into our hearts, when we stop doing it for the gram, when we stop doing it to get likes, when we stop doing it to just uh, uh, build a church, no, no, no. When we do it for God's glory and God's pleasure, you'd be surprised what God actually does through us, right? And we'd be surprised about the reward we'll get. And notice what he says, though. He's like, when you pray, when you fast, and he tells us all this thing, when you give, all these things. And, and notice he's not saying, don't pray. <laughs> some, some, some of y'all go too far and be like, no, no, see, see, Jesus don't ain't about all that. No, 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 no. Like, he's not saying don't pray. He's not saying don't give. He's not saying don't fast. It's about how you do what you do that makes you Christian, that makes you Christ-like, right? And that's the thing that Christ is trying to get across. To us, and, and he consistently says throughout the sermon, I love this. I, I missed this before, but recently I picked it up. He, he consistently says that God is going to reward you. What? God is going to reward you. And sometimes some of us get discouraged. You know why? Because we feel like, no, no, we feel like, fam, I'm doing all the right things, but I ain't getting no rewards, right? It, it doesn't pay off. Why do it? Right? Why should I keep doing it? And what Jesus wants you to know today, I'm speaking to somebody listening right now, that Jesus wants you to know, my G, that you're going to get it. You have to trust his word. He promises that he will give you a reward, fam. And I always say, listen, God doesn't just see all of the bad things we do, but the good things we think we'll never be rewarded for. Right. He doesn't just see the bad things we do. He sees all of the good things we'll never be rewarded for. I love it. I love it. I love it. But guess what? I got to move. I got to move. Time is getting past me and I don't want to keep y'all all day. It's so much here. Sign up for the Patreon if you want more. Listen, Matthew chapter 7 comes. And I love what Christ says. He talks about, he talks about uh the sin, the sin in us. He said, he says, yo, why did you look at uh, verse 3? Why do you look at the splinter in your brother's eye, but don't notice the beam of wood in your own? I love it. I love the contrast there because he says, no, no, that you you look at the splinter in your brother's eye, which is uh, much smaller than the beam of wood that is actually your own. Listen, it is our spiritual disease, fam, to magnify into uh, to, to magnify the sins of other people and minimize our own sin. Right. Like we see other people's sins so much clearly, but we're always very fuzzy on our own. And what Christ is trying to say, he's like, fam, like the, the, the truly righteous people that the kingdom is comprised of, the truly people I want to live, the people I want to be uh, 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 oriented in a certain way. Listen, he says they, they see their sin, right? They, they're, they're aware of their sin and not just aware of other people's sin. And he goes on and he says, yo, yo no, no, like he, he keeps it a buck. He says, yo, um, therefore, whatever you want others to do for you. Do also do also the same for them, for this is the law and the prophets. I love how he keeps going to uh, the Old Testament. He says, no, 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 like I'm this like what I'm saying is in line with everything that I've that the God has been saying. Right. Like this is in line with the law and the prophets. Right. To do to others what you would want to do, what want them to do for you. Right. And, and, and it's interesting because do you know, the like like how he goes, um, he, he goes on. And he talks about, you know, the false prophets, all that kind of stuff. We don't have time to get there. But he, he talks also about, um, where is it? The foundations. So at the very end, he goes and he says, uh, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them would be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. 
The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded that house, yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them would be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. So in other words, he says, no, no, no. Like he ends his sermon saying, don't just be a hearer, but also be a doer, right? He says, no, no, no. Like you have to, listen, Decisement said that discipleship is the bridging of the gap of hearing the words of Christ and the doing of the words of Christ. In other words, he says, my word is only heard to the extent that it is heeded. He says, in other words, like James says, don't be deceived, fam, right? He hearing the word only and not doing deceiving yourself. And so Christ says, no, 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 like we are to hear God's words and do them as well. He finishes the Sermon on the Mount and I, I, I didn't do justice at all <laughs> to all that is there, but I hope I hit some high points for you to take with you today. Um, and it, and it, it, the seven ends off and it says, um, when Jesus had finished saying these things, right? And, and every time in Matthew, it says that uh, we've we've ended a teaching block. So remember, these it's, it's these five teaching blocks in Matthew and they and they uh, um, mirror the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. And so Matthew seven ends. And you know what happens in Matthew eight and nine? Just a preview. Um, in Matthew eight and nine, he's going to cluster together all of these miracles that Jesus does. Do you know why? What's well, interesting, because one of the things that the Gospels do specifically well is it's amazing, is that they don't just um, tell you the story in content, but also in form. So in other words, it's not just that what they say it's the way they put the story together. Right. So in Matthew eight and nine, so five through seven, you have this big block of teaching and in eight and nine. You have a bunch of miracles. And what Jesus is trying to show in eight and nine, you know what, is that the kingdom has come. But it doesn't just come in word, but it also comes in deed. It doesn't just come in the powerful words. It comes in his powerful deeds. Listen, Jesus is not just a guru, fam, that you go to for advice when you're feeling down. He is the king of glory whose power has come to invade our very physical realm and help and heal real people right and so for us we don't just listen to what he say we actually depend on his power right we depend on his power today i'm getting i'm getting teed i'm preaching and so he comes and and, and I'm, I'm gonna just go to the back because he comes he he, he heals the, the 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 leper right he shows that he's god here why because in those days guess what priests didn't heal lepers god healed lepers right and so uh, uh by touching the unclean which they didn't do right and, and and sending him to the priest he shows that he has the not the role of the priest here which is is, is commonly uh misunderstood he has the role of god here right and he still is in continuity with, with the law because he says go show yourself to the priest like moses said Right. And so Jesus is showing his power. But um, at the very end, um, after all these miracles, right, Roman centurion, all this stuff, calls cats to follow him. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Large. He, every time he blow up, he's like, yo, let me let me really get you right on what it means to follow me. It's really different out here. And so at the very end, though, the winds and the waves obey him. Right. Um, and they're like, who is this? Right. Uh, uh, that even the winds and the waves. What kind of man is this? Right? Even the winds in the sea obey him. And then uh, he casts out of demons out of cats, puts them into a pig and send them and sends them into the water. Now, these two miracles are very important and are clustered together for a reason. Because in the Hebrew Bible, in the Old Testament, what you have is water. Listen, and I'm going to use a fancy word, but I'm going to explain it. Uh, water is used as this cosmological tool. Right. What do I mean? Water is basically used to bring life and to bring death. So 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 when the Israelites remember when the Israelites crossed the Red Sea, do you know what happened? God opens the Red Sea. They pass through on dry ground. And do you know what happens after that? 
Egypt falls in and God uses the water to come back on the Egyptians. And that's a, a, an act of judgment. Remember the flood, right? Right, right. God builds this ark with a man, Noah, who's righteous, blameless, a uh, preacher of righteousness in his day. Right. Um, and God makes a covenant with him. But it but it, but the, the world floods. <laughs> right. And God uses the, the, the water as a type of chaotic uh, element uh, symbolic of death and this is why baptism is, is such a thing right so we so so we go into the waters of death but by christ's power we we come out anyway um um what am i saying um yep uh death so 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 what christ does here is he conquers the winds and the waves <laughs> and, and, and and so he shows that he has the power even before he actually dies and resurrects over the water and then after that he symbolizes he shows again that water is a tool of death and so and so he sends the pigs the pigs go into the water at the very end and i think the thing that that that, that uh the text wants us to know about his power specifically is that um he has the power of yahweh right he has the power of god right the same thing that god was doing in the ot jesus is doing in the new t and in this accomplishment of his power remember i don't know if i said this but when the kingdom comes there's so much to say when the kingdom comes one of the things that um will happen is that he will he will uh it was it was prophesied especially in isaiah that he would have this victory over evil and so you see jesus uh foreshadowing at least here that christ is not just going to have uh, authority over the demons like he does in this in this text but also authority over death itself right jesus has power over death itself listen the kingdom is here and god's power is being displayed through his king may we long for and experience that power today let's pray god we ask that you would give us and show us your power god i pray that we wouldn't just learn and live out your teachings but we would be empowered through your spirit to do so god i pray that we would know the christ that's in this text and not the christ that we uh fashion with our own imaginations lord i pray that we would lean upon him in community by the power of your spirit it's in jesus name we pray